Hello and welcome to episode 77 of our weird life. I was choked then on tea. <laughs> I told you not to drink it. My name is Jack. My name's JD. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is our first properly recorded with microphones back in our house episode of 2022. Yes. So if you might not have known, hopefully you didn't notice, but the last, I don't know, how many episodes? Five, six episodes? Um... Yeah, Three? Four? I, I, I don't even know. I think know. it's been about four episodes. Oh, it feels like a lot more to me. But anyway, the last four episodes were pre-recorded. Mm, they were. Apart from last week, as you know, we were in quarantine and we had a terrible audio. We were live. Yeah. I wonder how bad it was compared... Like, I have listened to it, but if you're a regular listener and you hear that, you're like... Yeah, but I... Quality's I don't know. gone down the pan a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Like, if you, it's fine if you just don't want to listen to it, but I think personally I would appreciate that you still put one on. If I, like, if I was a fan of, like, yeah. listening to somebody. I I'd mean, be... we did the best we could do, didn't we? Yeah. So, anyway, so we're anyway, we at home. Here we are. We're still in quarantine for a few more days because yep. of the rules in Japan. Um, we had to stay two weeks um, because we were apparently close contact. Apparently. But, but we're totally fine, so... Yeah. I had many yeah. sticks of our noses. <laughs> Does that mean? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how many tests we must have done. So we went to the UK for two weeks, and then we've been in quarantine for two weeks. Yeah. I want to say it like that. Quarantine. Quarantine. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we've, we didn't have, we have never had a test before. We actually had to begin the process of going home. Yeah, testing here is quite difficult, isn't it? Really, mm. it costs a lot of money, and or so there's a bit of reluctance available. to actually do it at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but we've probably had about ten. We must have, mustn't we? Easily over yeah. the course of the time that we've been before we went away and mm-hmm. during the time, and then on our way back too. Um, but I've got to say, it's nice to be back. It's really nice to be home. Yeah. And um, the snow is a lot. It's In fact, you can kind of hear it melting off the roof. Can you? Oh, you can hear a bit of dripping, can't you? Is it raining? No, I don't think so. It's not raining, it's sunny. Yeah, it is dripping off the roof. And um, go and have a look on our Instagram if you're currently listening live. Live. If you're currently listening on the... <laughs> on whatever device go and look at our instagram because we we made a little video in the snow Mm. um so you can kind of get an idea of of the snow because we often talk about it and i i think that people think we're exaggerating or i would they they hear about snow and they take their natural perspective of what snow is in their country Mm. and they're like okay yeah but unless you live here or you live in a country where it's just the same Mm. You just can't get over it. No, I can't get over it. Like, we it's, have it's got shocking. shark's teeth form device on both sides of our house. It's more like dinosaur teeth. They're huge. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> there is one icicle. Oh, actually, there's a couple on the one side of the house where the, obviously more sun is mm. um, for like most of the day. And two of these icicles are bigger than Jack. So they're like more than six foot. And that sounds Long. like an exaggeration, but it's not. No, they're like they are like a few more. They'll be touching the floor. They are huge <laughs> javelin 
type well, structures. When it falls down, which I think it might do today, it, we, the thing is, I don't want to go underneath it because there's that many layers of icicles. Well, and, and ice too, right? It's mm. so heavy. Mm. When that falls down, that's going to make an almighty crash. Do you know what it looks like? It looks like we've set up something to keep people away from the house. Like, <laughs> like, like barbed wire, it's yeah, ice. Like ice, like, <laughs> like, like as if like we're Elsa or something and we put like all these icicles. Like, <laughs> Engage the ice defences. <laughs> Don't come anywhere near me, you'll get ice. They, well, maybe they wouldn't be very good defences because... All you have to do is knock them, and they just come crashing down. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like you knock. You wouldn't them. want one in your head, would you? <laughs> <For that No>. <laughs> but you knock them. But like you expect the entire roof, um, like amount of snow on the roof to to just come, come just down. slide down, but it doesn't. No. It actually is quite solid on there. It's like a big. What, what's that cake? Where there's loads of cream in the middle. Oh, don't talk about cake. I could eat cake now. I love cake. I haven't had cake for ages. It's been a while, hasn't it? Since we were back home. Feel cake deprived. I do too. I could eat a dessert or something. You bought some um, mochi ice cream. I know, but I'm not not feeling cold. (gasps) I mean, I feel cold, but, you know. But but, but it's it's fine. It's not that cold. You know what I thought about earlier on? I was worried about these icicles coming through the glass of our window. And Mm. I thought, it wouldn't really matter because it wouldn't be any more cold (laughs) if the the broken window. No, that's true. (laughs) Nothing would change. Yeah, I was actually, I was talking to my mum on like a a video call last night. Yeah. And she was like, she was like, Oh, it's a bit chilly in here. I've got a right draft on my neck. And I literally just looked at her like, <laughs> what? Because I have no sympathy. She was like, I think it's about 23 degrees in here. I was like, yeah, it's about 23. <laughs> See, that's why we were contending with heat exhaustion when we went back home, because yeah. that's like the norm. Yeah. You know? So obviously we, we spent a lot of time and, oh, someone said hello. 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 <laughs> welcome to the, sorry, welcome to the live, uh, live episode 77. Nice to have you with us. I think you are the only person watching this right now, so <laughs> look at so you. Enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. Um, what was I saying? I forgot. Oh, yeah, so we spent a lot of time in our, um, obviously, our houses back in the UK, and mm. they have central heating, and it was such a weird thing to get used to, it just being warm all the time in the house. Yeah, and the floor. The floor was really bouncy because it's got carpet on. Yeah, that was nice. And we, we have Tatami here, which is... It's not exactly the most heat retaining, is it, or insulated? <laughs> no. And actually, I was really curious about how, like, tatami worked, like, mm. what was underneath it. And they are just, like, big slabs of, I think, wood, and then the tatami is on top. Yeah. And underneath is just nothing. It's just the ground. It's just the ground. <laughs> so weird. It's no wonder and, that like, it gets cold. Floorboards. Yeah. Not floorboards, but, like, It's got beans. reinforcement underneath, doesn't yeah. it? But even so... You're basically outside. But we're not complaining. Like, we actually felt really good to be home. Look at me. I'm getting my blanket all on. I know. See, the funny thing is, is when you've been... um, We were in that hotel room for... Oh, goodness. Six days. Mm -hmm. And it was just a room. Yeah. There was the bathroom, but I mean, the bathroom was very small too. So we were basically in that room for that whole time. And uh, you couldn't open the window. You couldn't really go outside because you weren't permitted to unless to, it was to grab your food and 
just come into this house, even though it's really cold, we can move into other rooms. Yeah. Like, it feels like such a luxury now. <laughs> okay, so this is the thing, Jack. So we were in a hotel room for six days mm. together in the same room, obviously. Yes. Um, what would you, like, recommend people to do? Because, obviously, if you're travelling at the moment, that might be something that you have to deal with. Yeah. So, like, what would you recommend people do? Firstly, I would recommend that you try and set yourself some sort of exercise, even if you've got a really small amount of space, mm. because it's so easy to just lie there or yeah. just sit there on your bed and not do anything other than, you know, look at your phone or yeah. watch your iPad. Um, and it's not until you come outside, you really, you realize that how much you need that movement, you need mm. engagement, your body needs to be doing something, you know. I found um, just like walking, like yeah. we weren't walking. No. Um, after like the first day of me just relaxing on my bed watching Netflix, I was like, I need to walk because like my legs started aching. <laughs> yeah. You don't realise um, how much you walk around normally. I think that's what, yeah, I mean. To like, do everything, do you? Even if you just go into the shop, like you walk in, you walk to the car and you walk out of the car and you walk, you know, even just doing that, you you walk in, you move in. Yeah. Um, or even like you said, like walking around our house from room to room, we're still walking. No, it's true. But when you have like, I don't know how much room did we have? It was such a small amount of space. It was space. a very small amount of space. It was the size of this room basically, wasn't it? Mm. But with two beds in yeah. and four cases. Mm. So it wasn't the size of this room. <laughs> so we felt kind of silly. Well, I felt kind of silly at some points, like just jogging on the spot. Um, and I'd got like a <laughs> what water, else can you do though? I'd got like a water bottle in each hand, just like yeah, like li- lifting the water bottles. And I was doing press ups in the like the T shaped space. Yeah. Um, at the end of our beds, mm. or wait, sorry, in, in between our two beds, and we had to like take it in turns as well because there wasn't enough room for us to like do the same workout. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think yeah, that's like the most important thing, and I'd say that's number one because. It's hard to, like, you don't really want to do it. No, of course not. Um, But it's important that you do. I think another thing is you need to, it's worth making some kind of plan or, do you know what I mean? You need something to look forward to, even if it's something really mundane, Mm. you know. If you've got a regular, I don't know, for example, we have the podcast that we do every week. You have your art videos that you do every week. Um keep up with that kind of stuff mm. as best as you can yeah. don't let those habits slip because it, it's so um it's easy to lose time it becomes a time sink it really does like i thought the days i didn't know would... what day it was half the time no me neither and i thought the days would like drag but they they went so quickly and they blended into each other and that's the scary part because when mm. you've come past let's say you've done three days and you're like wow i don't know what i did yeah. You feel like you've wasted your time. Yeah. And that happened a couple of times to me, definitely. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I could have used my time better. But, you know. Yeah. It's easier said than done, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's not like you're used to doing that. Yeah. You're used to being, like, th- honestly, the sadistic part of me likes going outside and having to dig snow and shovel snow because yeah. at least you're moving. You're doing something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah. Again, it comes back to like purpose. It gives you purpose and responsibility, which yep. I think we all need to feel human. That's life, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so give yourself some responsibility um, 
when you're in your hotel Even room. in a small space. Even in a tiny little room, yeah. <laughs> I, I think another thing as well, which we stuck to most, if not all the time, is keep the space kind of tidy and clean. Mm. Again, it's so easy to just, you know, you're in a room for six days. Oh, just I'll I'll deal with it when I leave. I'll, I'll I won't clean that up. I'll leave a big pile of stuff. Don't do that. You'll feel yeah. like absolute crap. Yeah, and I think that's the same with any room in general. Hmm. Like you should always get your things together before before anything else. Yeah. Like put your put your life in order before. Like make sure everything's tidy and because it correlates with your mind, doesn't it? Mm. Um, that that old saying. Tidy house, tidy mind thing is so true. Mm. If you have a, an area of chaos, your mind is like you're not just you're looking at all the stuff around you as well of what you've got to do. It's not. Yeah, and when you have when you're like living out of a suitcase, that's really hard to do because none of those things have a home and they're all mixed together. Yeah, like we'd bought like snacks and things from home and they were like mixed obviously together with our clothes and we didn't really have much things. order did we to wear our things? Well, it was ordered, but. It wasn't like, this is the bag of blah, blah, this is the bag of... <laughs> and it's never like that when you travel because everything no. has to go in one suitcase. So Yeah, precisely. It was hard in that sense because I'd have to dig to the bottom of the suitcase to get something and yeah. get everything out. And But, like, it's just making sure that it goes back or that you put your clothes in a, like, folded in a pile or something like just that. Just something, so it's not, like, a, a mess. Mm-hmm. What um, is there anything else that you think is good advice for... People who come um, to a country and then have to quarantine. It's a very surreal experience, I've got to say. Yeah. Like, now it doesn't feel like we did it. No. It's kind of weird, actually, because the first day I was so happy because we had a really nice view hmm. and I could sit on the window ledge, like, and do some drawing or whatever else. And I felt, like, okay with that. Yeah. But then... After, like, the third day, I started to resent the window. I started to be like, I don't want to look at you anymore. I hate you, window. But, like, the first day was sunny and the second day it snowed, so that was interesting. Um, And I even drew and painted a picture of it and then I was like, I hate this picture. (laughs) Like, I started to just resent looking out. Um, There's, like, a a falseness, isn't there, mm. about some of it? Because I kept imagining... It was after day three, I think that was when both of us started to feel a bit like... Yeah, and we tried to order McDonald's and it took like four hours to order a McDonald's. We didn't realise that we weren't supposed (laughs) to order things in. Yeah, The piece of paper wasn't wasn't worded very well. It was, you know, anyway, we didn't read it completely correctly. No. And we tried to place an order at Domino's and they (laughs) cancelled. They did. And then we placed an order with McDonald's. Before we placed that order, we actually had to download four apps. That was a that was a battle, I've got yeah. to say. And because it kept saying that the it wasn't available on the apps, or there was nothing, there was no deliveries or anything, and I couldn't yeah. understand why. But now I understood why. I think it was that the hotel had told them not to deliver. Yeah, they did not want to. Get, <laughs> they didn't want to be around us, did they? No. So then we finally found an app that would work, which was Muck Delivery. Muck Delivery. Yeah, Muck Delivery Japan. Oh, I could eat McDonald's right now. I know. What a shame. Oh. Anyway, and then. Um, and then what happened? Oh, yeah. Then they called us and was like, oh, you weren't supposed to order 
um, I'm sorry, we're going to cancel your order. And we were like, oh. And then they said, like, actually, it was our fault and you've already paid for it, so we're going to deliver it, but it will be another 20 minutes. (laughs) I think they had to make another meal. Yeah, maybe. Because it would have been stone cold otherwise. Yeah. So then an hour goes by. And then we get another call from the hotel saying that we weren't, we shouldn't have ordered any food. We got reprimanded, didn't we? Yeah, and they said it's okay <laughs> this time, but don't do it again. So, hmm. so we finally well, we did have a McDonald's. We still got the McDonald's, and it was pretty good, wasn't it? Oh yeah. It was a, li- a little on the cool side, but mm-hmm. can't win everything, can you? No. By the way, after having cold food for that long, it was, it was good. I wonder if they were delivered to here. They definitely wouldn't, would they? No, they'd have to dig, <laughs> dig through layers of snow just to be able to get to our little our little town. And the McDonald's is over an hour away, so mm. the food would be, like, so cold. Yeah, well, I don't think they would um, come all the way out to the countryside. But never mind. Maybe we can go for your birthday. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, so on silly. the actual podcast, you don't realise, but we just had the delivery. Oh, yeah. And Jodie received... A Valentine's Day gift. <laughs> I did. Also, should I be wearing it if it's for Valentine's Day? Well. This is the snowiest season, so. I think you need to make the most of it, don't you? Yeah. Because it's nice and warm. It'll be gone by February. It's an EV. It's what, an EV. Would you call hoodie. it a hoodie or is it? Or is it pyjamas? Um, I'm going to wear it, like, all the time. But it's, it's from it, Pokemon, by the way, if you don't know what an EV is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like, watch an EV. But, yeah, it's, like, really, really fuzzy and warm. You can go to our Weird Life Instagram to see it. Yeah, and you will. <laughs> and I've got some cute little shorts to go with it. I, I hope they keep you warm. They're, I got they the large warm, size. And but what about the rest of your legs? Look, don't worry about that. I just, I <laughs> okay. just, I just didn't want to get, like, I didn't want the trousers because I've got a lot of fluffy trousers. That's a bit different. Well, I was hoping to wear, like, long socks with it. Hmm. Like, get some fluffy socks. Oh, I see. And wear those. Good idea. Yeah. Right. Because sometimes my legs get too hot anyway. And sometimes my body's cold, but my legs are... You know with those onesie type things? Yeah. They can get a bit overbearing, can't they? This is so cute. I know. Good quality. It's really nice. I have to say. I got it at a great price too. Anyway, we should should probably get into the the heart, the meat of the podcast. Yes. (laughs) Um... The mood. The mood. So cute. I, Joe, if you were to design or create a statue or a sculpture, let's say like a, you know, of your, that depicts your life or something that you love or anything like that, what would the statue be? That's such a hard question. Like, do you mean to represent me and my life, my family? I suppose so. Yeah, or you know, the things that you love, or just what, if you were to have to leave a, a statue thing. behind. Not me, like not a statue of me. You can do a statue of you if you want. Many people had statues of them. Um. Throughout time. I think I would do something like really photogenic. Okay, so like a photo op point. Yeah, so that a lot of people would take a photo of it. Okay, smart, um, as people tend to do by statues. I think I'd make it, like, colourful and have, I don't know, like, represent something. Like, I like I like it when you go and see 
art installations and things that make you feel something and mm-hmm. it makes you like think about something. Okay. I would like that, but I'd have to really think about it if it's going to be something that would I'd leave behind. If it's got to be something that's provocative or thought. Not not provocative, just like I don't mean in a, I don't mean in that kind of offensive way, you know, it's mm-hmm. to make people go, oh, I mean just a way that provokes thought i think it would have to be like really cute just something really cute that people like oh and then like Mm. some kind of message with it like for instance there's a statue in disney world which is of cinderella Mm. and she's like holding a little bird or something and it's like in a waterfall right um and from the adult's perspective she looks sad like from eye line level she looks sad right but if you're a child and you walk up to it and you look up, she's smiling. Ah. Like you can see that she's smiling. And How interesting. It's like a little like secret thing, you know, how children see the world and how adults see the world. That's really small. I like that a lot. Yeah. And how there's always like a, you know, like um, something else that you don't know. And often children see that. Mm. Often children see the good in things and the, just the light that they don't see the dark. But adults so true, tend to like immediately go to like something bad or something. Whereas well, we have to engage with so much more, um, how would you say it? So much more negative stuff mm. all the time. Yeah, and we know. Like, and we understand it more. But as well, like when you're an adult, you've been through so many things and you Mm. also assume that other people have had hardships in their life so it's not a bad thing to assume that maybe that person might be sad or yeah it's hardly any wonder is it really when you think of it like that that our worldview becomes kind of gray after the longer Mm. the more time goes on because you've had longer to experience negative emotions Mm. um it's hardly any wonder that happens i suppose but i like that's really um, it's smart. nice, isn't it? So I think something like that, something that's something that's like initially like or... initially attractive, and but then has some sort of underlying message to it. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Or well, something magical too. Like there's there's a photo opportunity too in the Tokyo Disney Castle. Mm. If you take a picture with a flash, um, I don't know how it does it. I think there's like some little things that catch the light behind this thing. But I think it's like a picture of um, the fairy godmother's wand or something. Oh, I know what you mean. So if you look at it, there's nothing there underneath the wand. But if you take a picture with the flash, like suddenly all these like sparkles Engages the senses. Um, I don't don't really know how that does it exactly. I feel like there's something in there that catches the light. Hmm. But it's it's really magical because then like... If you're taking a picture of a child there Mm. and you can say, I wonder if you can make like it magical or something, if you say a magical word and then you show them the picture, they'd be like, whoa, what? Like where did all the glitter and sparkles come from? That's true. It's quite sweet, I think. Something like that. I like that idea a lot. I think... (sighs) I don't exactly know what it would be, but I know that it would be enormous... Oh, yours. Yeah. Yeah. Because one of the things that I appreciate slash I'm terrified of 
He's a giant sculptures of things. Me too. And especially when the face of the thing you can get very close to. I hate that. I absolutely hate that. Because you can just imagine it animating and coming to life, you know. You You know, know, as a kid, you you would get into, like, sharks' mouths, and they were were big. Um, It would might be like a a massive shark on a wall, and the jaws would be open. You could, like, sit inside it. Oh, okay. Those kind of things. Right. They were always so scary to me. (laughs) Because I would just imagine the thing coming to life. (laughs) Me too. You know, like a big dinosaur's head or... um, Something like that, anyway. Mm. Now, in Shinjuku, at the top of the, uh, is it the Toho Cinema building or something, there's a giant Godzilla head. Mm. I'm kind of glad that it's really far away. You can go to it. I know you can go up onto the roof. We haven't, have, have we? If you have, uh, if you actually stay in the hotel. Yeah, right. But no, we haven't. So, I can appreciate its magnitude from a great distance yeah <laughs> but i'm not sure how much i'll enjoy it up close. i think i really would enjoy it but that's really funny because i feel like we've had this conversation before we definitely have mm. and i always told you how scared i was of big sculptures but i don't remember you saying that you were scared of them i thought no, that you liked them i do but i'm quite fearful of them mm. even so um and so do you remember when we went to i know what you're gonna say florida to um, Universal Studios. Universal Studios. The King Kong ride That's there. That's what I was going to say. This is a spoiler if you've never been on the ride, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the ride, there is what you would say a life-size version of King Kong's head mm. right next to the carriage where you mm. are in the ride. And it's kind of intimidating, isn't it's it? awful. It's, like, a, it's, it's great, a giant animatronic thing that, you it's, know... It's quite accurate in its movement, and the sound is very loud. Um, oh look! And um, I was there yesterday. No whoa, way! What are the chances? That's it's, so cool. We are live, by the way, on uh, on Instagram. Just so you know, if you're listening, that's How so strange. weird that we'd mention it. So, did you go on that ride? Yeah, did you go on the King Kong ride? I'm curious. It's, it was really, really good, and the, they they updated it, didn't they? They did. So it was like much skull, more. What was it called? Skull. Island or something. Uh, something like that. Return to School Island. I forget it was what it so was. so good. Exactly. Um, but the, I find that very intimidating. Mm. So if I was to make a statue, I would want something that was just like so big mm. and almost frightening mm. to be next to. Yeah. That's what I would want to leave behind. That's so funny that you said... <laughs> yours would be big and terrifying and mine would be small and cute. <laughs> Just total polar opposites. Yeah. <laughs> I wish well, I had a little time to explore. Oh, oh. maybe next time yeah, you I'd can go on it. I do love those places. Mm. I think that may be my favourite ride. What was your favourite ride at Universal? Um, Harry Potter one, I think, actually. It, well, it was one of the Harry Potter rides. The one, one was very um, Made you feel kind of sick. Mm. Was it Gringotts? Yeah, the bank rider. it was good though. It was very good, but like motions, I don't usually get motion sickness in mm. rides, but that made me feel horrible. It was very good though. It was very good. Um, and um, the one in, I said the castle, but in Hogwarts. Yes. is brilliant. I forget what that's called now, but you're you're kind of moving on like an arm, aren't you, around mm. this sort of... It's um, very good. Adventure. That's yeah. very good. Um, see, like the basilisk. That's on. T- is it a basilisk that's on uh, top of the roof yes. and breathes fire? That's very cool. I love that. But if yeah. it was really close, that probably would be quite unsettling. So, what would you like? Like a dinosaur or something? Or would would it? Ha- how would it represent you? Hmm. 
it's hard hard to say, isn't it? Well, I I quite like praying mantis. <laughs> so maybe it would be a giant praying mantis. But like, what would it do? Would like it be like colourful? Would it have like LED lights on it that like change the colour? Would it move? I think it would move. Would it have cameras in it? Yeah, I think it would move. I think it would be state of the art animatronics, like the the pinnacle of animatronics. What we've got at the moment. Yeah. You know the way. It's not a statue, then, is it? Well, you know, a sculpture, a kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely the like antithesis of a statue. Um, I, th- I think it would have to move because mm. I remember going to the Natural History Museum when I was quite young. And they had an installation there at the time of a giant scorpion, except it was mechanical. It was animatronic, sorry. Uh, they've got a wire. And it they? moved on a base, and the arms would come out and the claws would catch, and it was, oh, it was amazing. Really? It probably wasn't very good, but, like, as a kid, yeah. that was amazing. And it was so big. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of that, but as a praying mantis. Yeah. And it would move and the head That's would tilt cool. to side. And, you know. Well, if you say that, then I'm surprised you haven't... Um, haven't gone to some of the statues here because they have some huge statues, including like a huge one of Buddha. I suppose so. I mean, um, we've seen a few, haven't we? But um, but we haven't really been like up close. No, I think I think one time we did. Right, went to the base know. of one of these things, and it was quite. But we didn't go in. No, I don't like it at all. It makes me so nervous. They really are intimidating. I will go though if you want to go. I will go. Okay. And we should because you know we live here. Yeah. We, we went to one that was like a big rabbit one time. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It was that. like um, it, the the whole like temple area had been just overrun by wild rabbits. Mm. Um, they weren't really wild rabbits. They were like taken care of, but, and they had this huge rabbit Yeah, like semi-wild. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. So, um yeah, I guess mine would be an enormous mm. model be statue. Though, Yours would be small. A lot of people just, like, it doesn't really matter what the statue is. A lot of people just take pictures of it or they don't really know what it That's is That's why about. I feel like it needs to be more of a spectacle. And yeah. I agree with you in that sense. It, it needs to be... Well, they're both magical, aren't they? Mm. They're magical in different magnitudes, but it's, it's, it's still magical. It's supposed to be, like, encapsulated. Have you seen um, those giant puppets... Yes, I know what you mean. So my mum actually went to one of those mm. shows and she said it was amazing, but there was this was like quite a while ago. Is that they've got loads of people inside who are moving all the parts? Like on, they're actually on oh, them. They're, they're in the thing itself or no, on like, it? They're like on it, like behind it. and uh, like. I've seen yeah. the one of a baby, is that a baby? Yeah, there's a baby. There's yeah. a little girl as well. and They're um, quite unsettling too, aren't they? You know? Yeah, so, she, so they travel around like to different parts of the world to mm. put on the show wow. and yeah my mom Where do saw they store it. those things <laughs> i know can you imagine so my mom saw it in manchester i think mm. and it was she said it was so busy it like completely overwhelmed her um but it'd be kind of cool to like watch from a distance i imagine i imagine you would see more yeah but just other than just seeing this giant leg go by <laughs> but would you but like it was more, more real if you're right close next to it yeah i suppose so well, yeah. I would like to see that kind of thing. I would love to saying. see it. It'd be um, really cool. The reason that I asked anyway... Go ahead. ...was because... Dun, dun, dun. It, it made me look at some other unusual statues. Okay. But 
very recently in a village in Cyprus, a a statue of a giant potato. That's a great one. Was cut down by vandals. Oh. Yeah. So at the end of last year, in October, they had this giant potato was installed. I've got to say, it doesn't look like a potato. Oh. What does that look like to you? Oh, no. <laughs> it's a bit of a long potato. <laughs> <laughs> and it's skin coloured. Like, sure I can show you. Natural coloured. Go on to Our Weird Life Instagram to have a Does look. Does that look like a potato to you? I don't know. Um, <laughs> so funny. It's four metres high. Four metres. It's pretty big, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Massive potato. Uh, see, tourists have did question its so who, who's suggestive the artist? shape. Like, where did that come from exactly? The statue was created by community leader George Tasso. Tasso, I'm sorry for butchered that name, to replicate the spunta potato variety local to the area. Oh, so it's a long potato. It's a long in, from the area. potato, yeah. Because potatoes here are very small. Actually, that was the one thing, <laughs> when I went back home, I was so shocked by the size of the potatoes. They're huge, aren't they? Yeah. They're like, like bowling balls by comparison to the... I, I remember being shocked ball. at how small the potatoes were here. Because they're like, <laughs> they're like this big. You can see. Um, but the ones at home are like this big. They're like as big as my face. They're really big, aren't they? Yeah. And I was like really shocked. Now, in direct comparison, the apples here are, are huge. Enormous, like the size of my head. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> Maybe Jodie said Jodie's got a smaller head. <laughs> and uh, the apples at home are quite, yeah. quite small, aren't they? Yeah. Well, they're just average apples. Here and they held. are huge, yeah. <laughs> um, my apples here won't fit in my apple cutter. Yeah, it's kind of annoying, isn't it? Mm. We've now got this marvelous. Mar- I can't even get the words out. We've now got this marvelous invention called the apple cutter, which gets rid of the core from an apple, which yes. I've never used before. Very useful, but mm-hmm. the apples here are so <laughs> so big. Yeah, <laughs> the damn thing won't fit over it most of the time. I have to cut the apple before I use it, which kind of defeats the point of an apple cutter. It really does, doesn't it? Um, um, so I found a couple of other. Okay, Strange statues. They'll be very quick, though. No, Here's no, one. don't worry. You're fine. The creepy crab guy. Oh, God, that's horrible. Yeah. So this I hate is that. I'm from Hoa Villa in Singapore. It's in a theme park, and it's got hundreds of other really strange statues depicting stories heard of that. from ancient Chinese folklore. Oh. So you can see, can't you? You can see the links between how... Japanese folklore portrays these strange mix of animals mm. and humans. It's exactly, yeah, it's, it's the, the same, same kind of thing. Yeah, it's the, a giant crab with someone's head sticking out the top of it. I feel like UK folklore is just kind of and like, you know, like Irish and Scottish and like I feel like it's like fairies and goblins it's really very magical, and isn't like it? And yeah, but like, wizards and wands and yeah, but. Japanese ones are so scary. <laughs> Disturbing, aren't they? Like the woman with the long neck and yeah. no eyes or no mouth or like... Oh, there's just loads and they're so scary. You should show that on... Um, prepare yourself. It's terrifying. It's a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> so it's a crab with um, a boy's head attached. <laughs> That's in the Singapore. 
Yeah. I really want to go to Singapore. Yeah, me too. Um, I want to go everywhere. <laughs> this one is a vomiting and urinating set of rock statues. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Show they here. That's... No, I don't approve. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? They are in... Oh, that was an installation in London. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, there we go. I lied. What what was um what was the meaning behind it? Let's have a look. Sorry, my page has just decided to freeze. So they were installed between only for a year between two thousand and six and two thousand and seven. There was an art installation called the Big Giving outside the Royal Festival Hall in South Bank, London. The installation was by Klaus Weber. Sounds German. Consisted of three rock sculptures with human heads and hands that were vomiting, urinating, and spitting water. But why? Why? Like, what's the meaning behind the sculpture? You tell me, Joe. Doesn't say. Maybe it's just how disgusting we are as people, <laughs> as humans. We just we stink, and we are revolting. Maybe that's what it is. Mm. I don't know. Um, are there any more interesting ones? There's just lots of peculiar ones. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this one is a, a giant poop. What? It wasn't actually supposed to be a giant poop. He's, it it was in Brazil. To? It was intended to be a pine cone or a oh, rock. Oh. <laughs> but the locals nickname it Cocozal by locals, which means big poop in Portuguese. <laughs> that sounded really Japanese. I'm sorry, it that's did? not how you pronounce it, but yeah. It just looks like a large poo. That's so funny. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted what you were about to. No, so I was going to say, yesterday we watched a movie called um, The Lost Daughter. No, no, the other movie we watched. Oh, The Secret Window. Yes, The Secret Window, which is a book by Stephen King. Yeah, I think I don't know how close it was, but it was certainly based on Stephen King's book. Yeah, Mm. and. The premise of the movie was that there's a writer in a cabin and there's a man that is basically stalking him who believes that he has stolen something of his. Yes. Like he plagiarised his work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found this article <laughs> which kind of made me think of it. Okay. Um, so there's a man who allegedly stole hundreds of unpublished book manuscripts, now faces charges. Whoa, so hundreds? Hundreds, yeah. Ooh. So for five years, he worked in a publishing um, company and oh he gosh. tricked authors and industry insiders into sending him unpublished manuscripts. Whoa. Including quite famous authors as well. Really? Yeah, so... He's he's 29 years old. He's Italian. Um, That's terrible. But he works for that the company Simon and Schuster, UK. Yeah, Simon and Schuster, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and <laughs> apparently, obviously, the company had no idea. And, um, no, of course. They were very upset about it, obviously. Mm. But um, he was trying to steal their work to hopefully write something himself but apparently like it says here he wasn't creative enough to get away with it i mean clearly not if you're having to steal work to try and pass it off as Mm. you know but it's actually you know it's it's quite sad how he did that because um 
instead of using, say, like the letter M, he mm. used like an R and an N. Okay. So at first glance, it would look like an M. Right. So he would create like websites that were very similar to actual um, like publishers, etc. Mm. Um, so yeah, like it's kind, of, it's kind of scary to think that like because once he's got them and read them all those ideas and things are in his head yeah and they're no longer um they're no longer safe are they no like when you produce something whether it's art or it's, it's writing or just an idea you've got a vault mm. in your brain that unless you say it it's yeah. not it's not out there is it unless someone no. imagines the same thing at the same time but yeah someone else has the idea and then it's free yeah it's unleashed it's scary. It really is. I feel bad for, for anyone who's had their work stolen in any way, shape or form. I think mm-hmm. it's dreadful. So I think it said um, it was from, he was doing this from August 2016 to July 2021. So for five years? Yeah, for five years. He, he How did you get away with something like that for so long? Well, he, he had, um, he said he had... Oh, the wee costumes rubbing on there. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, hold on. For five whole years. So I think the maximum sentence he can get is 20 years. Right. Um, for uh, basically fraud, wire fraud. Hmm. Um, but I wanted to see because it said he had how many, how many like websites and emails and things he had i think it was like 150 God. it makes me wonder how long it took the first person to realize that their work had been taken oh yeah he had 160 internet domains which were deliberately designed to be confusingly similar to the real page <laughs> 160 mm. and 150. you imagine like you know if you're like a busy like someone who's very busy and you're like okay i have to send this off to this publisher and this publisher mm. and you don't like, like t- take the you probably well, you just slips your mind or you just slips the attention well you would it. look at the why would you like think that the website was fake if it was very like eerily similar it's funny as well because you know when you go onto any website your judgment of its validity mm. is really if it looks good so, oh, this is a professional company. Yeah. Maybe they're just a professional con artist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. You, you expect it to be just look terrible mm-hmm. if it's a con. That's, just, mm-hmm. that's not the case, is it? People have been doing it for years, so it's not, yeah. you know, unlikely. But it's quite sad in that sense, you know. But I thought maybe, like, what would he use all this work for? Like, you know, like maybe he could sell it or, like, you know, to, to people who were fans or... Mm-hmm. Whatever the case, like, you know, but no. He just kept it to try and write something for himself and Unbelievable. failed. I mean, just imagine if that had happened, you know, at the point in time when um, Harry Potter. Yeah. You know, let's say he he manages to get his hand on the idea for the Harry Potter series mm. and he writes it. Yeah. yeah. That would have changed so many things in history. Yeah. <laughs> in pop culture and stuff. Unbelievable. Mm. But hopefully now he's come to justice, it sounds like it. I mean, what if he, what if he's actually written under a, a different name and actually has published work? Well, if he's got 150 plus websites of different domain names, he's probably got, you know, 200 pseudonyms of authors' yeah. names and who knows. So maybe he has published books. Obviously, a professional fraudster. <laughs> Terrible. 
I wasn't laughing at that, by the way. I just it is bad. It's awful, isn't it's it? It's really? just like shocking in yeah, a way. It's but terrible. It, yeah, it made me think because obviously we watched um, the movie. Yep. And I thought, like, how upsetting that would be if you had written something and you think that someone else has taken it, whether they had or hadn't. Especially as well, you know, you think of something like a book or a film script or a stage show or something, they take so long to produce. Mm. So much of your time and, you know, hours of a day going to creating these things. Yeah. And then someone just goes, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> and Or if you can't prove it, oh, yeah. how terrible would that be? Mm. Awful. But they say that nothing's original anymore. Like everything's been done. So. Yeah, I suppose it's, that's probably been true for hundreds of years, isn't and it, what's, really? And the licence is like 60 years or something, isn't it? And then it's like public domain. Yeah, which in itself is kind of a, I don't know, strange thought. But anyway, that was interesting nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, let's bring the podcast to an end there. Thank you very much for joining us once again. I feel like we're very chill today. This is a chill... We'll have to do something like quite exciting next week. Okay, next week is... Up vibe is that a, a beat? Up vibe. Birthday podcast is it? Will be next weekend. Well, your birthday's on the Wednesday. Oh, it kind of fits between it, doesn't it? Yeah. Regardless, it will be. <laughs> it'll be more at beat. We'll play a game or something. Should get birthday cake. Ooh, that sounds good. Angry <laughs> now. Yeah, thank you once again for joining us. Yeah, thank Hope you. Hope you appreciated the audio quality. Thank you to our live participants. <laughs> <laughs> um. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Our Weird Life Pod. Become part of the Our Commune Twitchy. We release new podcasts every Sunday at 6 pm Japan Standard Time. And every week we have a, uh, a revelatory statement. And I believe it's my it's turn your this week. Turn. So just latching on to what Jodie said at the end there, if you're going to send something, some of your work, you know, something that you spend a long time creating, just double, treble check who you're passing, you know, what hand you're passing it into. Make sure that you trust who you're giving it over to. That mm-hmm. could be anything in anything in life. Just double, triple check. Because mm-hmm. uh, it could save you a whole world of pain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. on that note, have a great week. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye-bye. Bye.